everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of my brand new podcast, Out of the Hat, Out of the Bag. I'm your host, Tristan Metherell. Today, in my co-host position, is none other than my good friend, Miss Kaylee Kramer. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. How, how excited are you for this? Actually, I'm not excited at all. That's really... You're fun. wasting my time. All right, just well... Just lo- Okay. So, this idea was basically stemmed from my view of celebrities. Isn't that lovely? I think a lot of people on the internet are fake and scripted, and I don't like that. So I was like, what if we don't do that? So basically, we will start each episode by pulling out a conversation topic from a hat that will change each week. Today we have the sombrero of truth. Woo! So, would you like to do the honors? I would really want All right. to. There's like I don't ten like in here. There's not a lot. It. Yeah. <laughs> There's like not a lot, but that's okay. Ready? I'm scared too. I wrote these though, so. Is mental health as important as physical health? That's why? a good one. And or slash, why not? All right. That's a good one. So before we start talking, we've got to flip the oh, the, the timer. How long is that? It's minutes. thirty minutes. Oh, that doesn't look like it's thirty minutes. It is. That's it cool. goes really slow. All right. As a very generous host i will let you go first she is going i know it doesn't look like it but all right yeah so all right well i would say yes i would say maybe even sometimes more because here's the thing physical health is very opinionated i feel like there's always this certain idea of what is healthy like you have to be a certain size to be considered healthy like you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. there's that but you can be healthy and you know fit in a large and you can be healthy and just, you know, be extra small. Like, there's very different ideas of physical health. Mm-hmm. Um, but mental health is something that is very much, like, it needs, you need support for that. Like, you, not support, but you need, you definitely need, that's something that, like, needs help and needs time. Like, mm-hmm. um, and it's definitely something that can be very, not easy con- to control. Um, and I think it's a lot more... It's not as much talked about, I think, as it needs to be. Because if you think about it, it's you're you very much talk about like the what you see as like a body type. Like I feel like that's all I ever see, like on the internet and stuff. But I feel like mental health is something that like isn't talked about a lot. But it it should be because it is just as important, if not more. Like because so much happens. Like you say, like physical health, right? It can affect your life. Like it affect your lifespan. But so can mental health. Like. Mm-hmm. Literally, if it gets out of control, if it becomes too overwhelming for someone, that can affect someone's lifespan as well. I think, hasn't it, like, been proven that, um, like, the more stress you have about something, like, the shorter your life is? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like, I mean, already there's that. <laughs> yeah. So, don't be don't, stressed. Don't be stressed if you want to live a long life. If you're stressed, don't be. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I would say, um... Mental health is just as important, if not more. Is my I, yeah, I definitely agree. I also think there's, like, a whole bunch of stigma around mental health that we need to yeah. fix. Like, anytime somebody talks about mental health, I feel like it, the presence just gets really uncomfortable, but I don't think that it should. Yeah, and I also think there's a lot of assumptions about mental health. Like, I've been told before that you wouldn't be playing this game if you're depressed, or you wouldn't be, like... You wouldn't be saying this if you're depressed, or you just want attention if you're saying this because depressed people don't admit it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <clears throat> I understand, like, there's certain, like, there's certain, pe- people handle it different ways. But you're not, 
you know, a certain way because, you know, you have anxiety or because you're depressed or whatever, you you still do what people would consider the norm. You just have a mental disability. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like, like, that has to be addressed, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, the whole... Like, people aren't going to act differently. I mean, well, yes, but no. Yeah, and, yeah like, I think a lot of people are very good at faking it. Yeah. You, I feel like people would be surprised how many people... Yeah, yeah. Like, have mental health yeah. issues. So, the other thing is, like, we need better mental health resources. Yes. And more, like, um, more money into these resources that are literally saving lives. Yeah, can we talk about school... Oh, guidance uh, counselors. Please. Like, That's the point of this podcast. I have, n- <laughs> I have not had one good experience with a school guidance counselor um, for the school that I've gone to. Like, they, and I feel like, I don't even know, they, I feel like they always go so off topic and they, they blame dumb reasons as to why you feel, like, they don't really, like, address why you feel a certain way, they just make excuses for it. It's like they're. It's like you. F- I mean, I always feel like I'm wasting their time mm-hmm. when it should. When I should feel like their time is for me. Like that's like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like I never feel like um, validated. That makes sense. When I, when I have, and I don't go down like often. Like I've never like like in middle school. Like I never really went down. But even, I mean, we've had scary guidance counselors, but <laughs> we won't get into that. But but yeah, like my thing is. I just think, I don't know how the qualifications for, like, school guidance mm-hmm. is, but I think we need to improve in that area because I've never felt like I've gotten anything out of that. Mm-hmm. It's always felt very awkward. Yeah. I mean, in middle school, um, I worked with a guidance counselor who was actually really, really amazing. Well, that's nice. And, I, like, at first I didn't really like her because I just don't really like talking about things. <laughs> um but I had to, like, work through th- some things with her, like, within the school system itself that I had to fix. Um, and she was, like, totally, like, she didn't try to blame any of my problems on other things. She was like, this is a problem and we can't fix it. Yeah. And so I was really grateful for that because, you know, that's important to, like, fix <laughs> the problem. And even if you can't fix the problem, like, you can find the root of it and address it and yeah. help the problem. I mean, we have some, I I know some good people here. Like, they they may not, like, their position might not be guidance counselor, but, like, there's definitely people I can talk to, oh, like, yeah. serve as that role for yeah. me. Yeah, you have to find the people. You really just have to find your people. Yeah. It definitely, it's definitely, like, how you work with other people, I feel like, too. Yes. Like, it's not necessarily, like, a, oh, they're a good, you know, therapist and they're not. Yeah. It's, like, it just depends on how, who meets your needs. Exactly. Like, I've worked with some therapists that aren't really great for me but for for some someone else they might be exactly what they're looking yeah. for and that's another thing is therapy oh my god therapy's so important it really I is i didn't think i needed it and then i went Girl. and i said <laughs> it was like weird how like nervous i get for that oh me too like it's and it's still like even though i enjoy it like i still get nervous to go mm-hmm. but what's what's funny is that my biggest fear is that i'm not gonna have anything to talk about like, is that bad? No. Like, I go and I'm like, oh my god, I don't know what I'm going to say. And then it's like... But you always end up saying something. <laughs> you're right. We you're know. Right. I know. I, I get it. Yeah. I always have something to say. I mean, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Literally doing a podcast where we just talk. Yeah. There's also, like, again, the stigma. Like, society really loves stigmas. 
They Society really sucks. It it does. <laughs> it does. Um Love Society. Much. Love. <laughs> Pretty much. Um XL. Yeah. And therapy is like a really, really good resource for people. So yeah. also, um, if you're listening, go get the help that you need. Therapy and television is I mean, at least from what I've seen, is so like it makes you not wanna go to therapy. Like I've seen so many shows where like therapists are like I think it's supposed to be funny, but the therapists are sassy, they're like talking about how like their clients have, like, no friends. And it's supposed to be funny, but mm-hmm. it's, like, that is not... First of all, I don't think that's an accurate representation. Oh, no. And second of all, I feel like that's just going to make people not want to go. Yes. And not want to get help because yeah. they see how it is represented. Like, that's the thing, another thing. with I think, like, TV and, like, shows. Like, they... Just in general, they very much... When they're trying to get a good laugh or something like that, it very much... Um, I think, affects the way people are going to see certain things. Like, and actually, I had this thing in, I think, elementary school. We were talking about, like, smoking in TV mm-hmm. and how, like, that's a thing in, you know, you, you normally see, but it's, it can make kids think that that's an okay thing to do and make kids want to try that because, oh, it's on TV, and so that's okay. Like, I think that's another big thing mm-hmm. is, like, ha- with just, like, the internet in general. Like, when you see, like, if you, like, idol this actress or this singer... And they're smoking in a, you know, movie or a music mm-hmm. video. And then you're like, oh. Yeah. And, or and maybe you're not even like, oh, I want to do that. But it's just planted, like, a seed in your mind. And that can be the same thing for, like, how they like how they show mental health on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never watched 13 Reasons Why, but I've heard some things. And it's, like, it's great that you're trying to, like, handle that stuff. But I don't know if that's... if I don't think... Unless you, like know exactly what you're doing and you have like a plan for it i don't know if it's a thing you should just like tackle yeah but i've never seen the show so i don't yeah. know yeah media is really good at lying yeah and it's, i think that's especially harmful because especially in like the newer generations who are being born with full access to the internet like i know when my parents were yeah. born they didn't have the internet and they didn't have like they had tv obviously but not not to the not the same way that we do. Mm-hmm. So, like, especially younger kids who are just growing up being surrounded by it, I feel like is really detrimental. Yeah. Like, I mean, who actually follows age restrictions for abs? Oh, yeah. Like, who does? Like, yeah. no one? No. No. If an app says 13 plus, we're lying. We are. We are lying. We were in it when we were 12. <laughs> Even sooner. But, like, you also have to think, like, from the app maker's perspective, like, the age restrictions are in there for a reason to maybe prevent us from seeing things that we shouldn't. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's, like, they're in there. So it's, like, don't say I didn't warn you, but at the same time, it's, like, it's helping them. So yeah. they're, they're not really going to do anything to stop it. But they also can't do anything to stop it. That's true. Like, you just type in a different year. Yeah. That's all it takes. They want us to find it. <laughs> they want us. They want us to find it. Well, I mean, that's how they make their money. Yeah. It all comes back to money, Kaylee. It really does. It's always the money. It's I mean, I'd love to be rich. Celebrities. Uh, That's another thing. Celebrities and mental health. Like, I feel like nowadays I am seeing a lot more celebrities speaking out about mental health things, but I think a lot of them are doing it just... Like, I'm not trying to invalidate their experiences or anything, because obviously if what you go through is totally personal and valid, but, like, I feel like a lot of people now are trying to, like, not like, oversell their mental health problems, but, like, it feels a little like they're trying to... 
Yeah, tell like, a sad they're over dramatizing it. Yeah. To but yeah. But I've seen I've seen that but in cases where it's like they um blame mental health on like other people as to their reasons as to why they're treating them poorly. And it's like mm-hmm. you should not be like blaming mental health as a reason why someone is a certain way. Oh, exactly. Like I've seen that especially like you know like YouTuber drama. Like, I've seen that so many times where it's like, that person's just not mentally right. And it's like, okay, but it's like, no. Because you just shouldn't, well, you shouldn't be blaming it on a mental thing, because that's just messed up mm-hmm. in different reasons. But it's also, I think, well, I think everyone can benefit from taking responsibility. Oh, yeah. I think it's, no one is very good at that. No. Like, especially when, I think, especially celebrities in general. Like, I feel like because they have so many people to, that support them, and back them up, I think that they forget that they also have to be responsible for their actions. Yes, they can defend themselves, but they also need to realize when they're wrong. Because just because people are telling you that you're right doesn't mean that you are. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, you see so much drama where people are like, no, like, this person's wrong, like, you're right. And then you can, like, let that get to you. And you can be like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, like, it's not my fault. But I think, like, definitely taking a step back and being like, okay, like, yeah. I may have done something exactly the other thing the other time that i see that which also can tie right back into mental health is with parents yes parents really like to put the blame on their children and and sure and a lot of the times it's our fault sometimes it is accurate sometimes it's not but the minute you try to explain that it's oh stop like back talking to me yes or being a problem or i've had situations where it's like they ask, like, they tell you to do something, and you, you're like, oh, why? Like, you know, like, sometimes I just want a reason. Mm-hmm. And they're like, because I said so. And it's like, I understand. But at the same time, it's like, sometimes just understanding why you want me to do something or why you've asked me to do something will help me to exactly. feel better about doing exactly. it. Exactly. Like, if I just don't get a reason, it's just, I'll be doing it out of anger, not out of understanding. Yes. And that also, like, a lot of people do. Oh, yeah. I think. But also, like, if your parent, if you were to ask them why and they tell you, that also, like, develops a level of trust. Uh-huh. That I also see a lot of parents just don't have with their kids. Yeah. Like, they're very, ju- they just don't trust their kids. And then that happens with, you know, kids don't trust their parents. Exactly. Or they don't feel comfortable. And then that's when things. they get into doing bad things. Yeah. And, like, uh, also, I'm, like, if you're a teen, you're experimenting with, I don't know. A lot of things. Whatever. Like, experimentation is a crucial part of development. I'm not denying that. Yes. But, like, a lot of, growth. a lot of kids and teenagers do those things without understanding the consequences and that's I think a lot of it is because they don't their parents don't trust them and they don't trust their parents enough to talk about it well there's a lot of experimentation that can happen with immediate results and then there's long-term results like it like for example like if you're doing like smoking or alcohol like you don't know like sure it can be just you say it's just a one-time thing but you never know how what effect it's going to have on you Mm -hmm. and how long that's going to like last for oh yeah which and, I think is, like, a big and deal. And, like, your brain is not developed until you're 25. Like, it's yeah. just not. And, like, that's why you have parents. Is <laughs> so Because they are the ones with the developed brains who can tell you, like, you can do this, but here are the reasons why you have to be careful about doing yeah. this. And I think, well, I also think sometimes it's important, like, back to, like, the whole um, trust thing. Mm-hmm. It's important to be honest with your children about the, and, like, children to be honest with their parents, but there's, but... It, you can't be too honest. Like, it can't be, like, to the point where it's just, it's not honest anymore. It's just being brutal to someone. Yeah. Like, tearing someone down. Oh, yeah. But there's also, I feel like you also, like, I've had this conversation with my mom. Like, you don't need to know everything. Yeah. Like, you just don't. It's like, okay to not tell exactly, people Exactly. Like, you have your life. 
that I don't know everything that happens in it. I can have my life, and I will tell you if something is wrong. I will tell you if, you know, there's something that needs to be fixed, but there's parts of my life that I just don't want to talk about. Yeah. And they, I feel like a lot of people also don't understand that because they're like, well, you're not telling me. That means you must hate me or something. Yes. Like, Which, something, no. You have to understand that I have to be comfortable with telling you things. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you can be my friend and I don't have to tell you everything. And you can be my parent and I don't have to confide everything into you, like, mm-hmm. to you. Because there's some things that you need to keep for yourself. Oh, yeah. Because I, I think that also, like, keeps you more sane, I feel like, to know that you still have things that you can choose to share if you want to. Yeah. It also is really good, like, if I'm having a problem at school and I don't tell my parents, that teaches me to fight my own battles. Yeah. Because your parents aren't going to be there all the time to fight the battles for you. Mm-hmm. So it also gains, like, helps you gain a level of independency. Yeah, it helps. It also, like, I've had experiences where it's, like, I'm really mad at something that happened at school and I want to tell people at the same time. It's like, I just real I realized that like how big of a deal it is. So like, I, I, and like, not like in the sense like you should belittle like how you feel, mm-hmm. but like how, how it affects me. And like, if I know that I can like get over this on my own, like I'm going to attempt to do that. Oh yeah. Instead of just complain to other, not complain, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, talk to other people about it because I need to learn how to process my emotions and get over t- difficult things. Oh yeah without having everyone there for me. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, there are so many people who just, like... And if you, like, when you face an issue in your life, if you if your first thing is to reach out to somebody, like, that's cool. Like, I don't care. Reach out. That's you need it. <laughs> but there are some people who, like, they're so dependent on other people to the point where it's like, oh my gosh, I spilled my frappuccino all over the place. What Stop. am I going to do? do my day is ruined. And, like... like especially like that was a very tiny minor inconvenience spilling your frappuccino on the floor but like even little tiny things like that that are just like minorly inconvenient like you have to know how to get over them because if you can't get over something like that like how are you going to get over like your significant other breaking your heart like how are you going to get over those kinds of things well and there's a difference between like like, for me, I'm able to, like, joke about stuff like that that happened. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, I'm able to, like, get over the emotions myself and still talk to others about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's, like, an important thing, too, is, like, being able to fight your own battles but still be able to, you know, you can still talk to other people about it. Like, that doesn't mean you have to handle it all by yourself and mm-hmm. not let anyone ever know. Yeah. Like, you, you, sometimes you need to face emotions by yourself and face obstacles by yourself, but that doesn't mean you still can't talk to people about them. Yeah. And, like, tell people, like, how, like what went on and, like, how you felt. Because other people can learn from your experiences, too. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not just you who's benefiting. Yeah. There was a whole bunch of stuff that happened during my eighth grade year. Um, there was a lot of we things that, that went... School. We do love middle school. Um, there was just, like, a lot that went down, and I was very insistent on not telling my parents. Because, like, it was kind of an, an, an internal thing that, like, it was kept fairly small. And I was like, I'm not going to call my mom. I'm not going to tell her that this is happening. I did, because everybody was like this is something that like yeah. you just you have to know boundaries as well like you have to know your limits and you have to know everyone else's yes. limits like I think a lot of people like setting boundaries with other people but I think it's also really important to set boundaries with yourself oh yeah like knowing how far down a rabbit hole like you're you're okay with going like mm-hmm. it's okay to have negative thoughts but you need to know when to like stop yourself and think about something else like mm-hmm. like letting I mean that's hard it's not easy but it's like letting yourself know how much you're comfortable with in thinking. Like, I like to, like, lay in bed and just think. But sometimes it just, like, gets too much, and then I'm like, okay, I need to stop. Yeah. Like, you know, 
And and not, and also just like how much you know you're comfortable with feeling things. Like does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like and like help it because that can also help you like manage things. Like if you're really angry about something, just like understand like understanding if it's like worth what how you're feeling. Like yeah, trying to validate your own feelings. Yes, is important. Like because not not no one, not everyone's going to give you the validation you need. Yes. Like, like I am yes. very much a person who seeks validation in everyone. Like I, and, but, and I had to like, I I'm still having to like, like understand that. I'm not always going to get the validation I need from other people. And so I need to find it with myself. I say that all the time. Like, period. constantly people will be talking and I'm like, at some point you have to step away and, like, depend on yourself. Because one day everybody else might not be there. I'm not going to say all of your friends are leaving you because, yeah. <laughs> no. But one day you may be out in the world and you may have nothing, and you really have to be able to provide for yourself. Yeah. Not physical things, I mean that too, but, like, emotionally, like, you have to be able to be your own sense of happiness. Yeah, it's important to be unco- uh, to be comfortable around others, but it's also very important to be comfortable with yourself. Like, you can't be your own worst enemy, because then when you, in- when you are alone, that's all you'll have. Like, is just you battling with yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to... You know, you don't always have to get along with your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. you're not always going to feel perfect. But having, like, a harmony with yourself, being able to, like, balance yourself out is important because then, cause, and that, like, plays into, like, knowing your limits and, like, setting boundaries for yourself and being able to see how much something affects you. Mm-hmm. Like, because that helps you have control over your emotions and your... Yeah. And setting boundaries so. with yourself really sets you up in like to set boundaries with other people Mm -hmm. like there are so many instances where you need to tell people no and if you can't even set boundaries with yourself like how are you supposed to do it when there's an actual other person there oh girl i've had so many experiences with having to say no yeah look i've not been good at saying no i haven't well i'm better at it that's good no here's the thing it was a growth experience i feel like well that's another thing i think is like like, knowing when to say no. Like, I, you know, because I feel like you're told, like, it's okay to, but I've never felt like I had the right to. Does that make sense? Yes. Because I, I'm, I was very much, and I still am, but not as extreme, to, like, I didn't want to hurt other people's feelings to the point where I completely discarded my own. And, like, I would literally let people walk on me. Oh, yeah. Literally. Yeah. No, but, like, literally let people walk on me. Like, one time I was laying down because I was tired, and this girl... <laughs> who was my friend, but I don't talk to her anymore. She just stood on me and, like, jumped on me. On my stomach, and I couldn't breathe. Boundaries. Yes, boundaries. Boundaries. But I was scared to say no. But then I learned. She got in trouble. So (laughs) it's okay. Like, saying no is also, like, growing up, I know one thing that my mom, like, always instilled in us was obviously say no when you need to say no. But also, like, there were little things that would happen, like, if your relatives came over and they're always like, come here and give me a hug. My parents always instilled, like, if you don't want to, you're allowed to not. And that honestly helped me feel a lot more secure in, like, my ability to say no. Yes. Because it was just something that was instilled from, like, developing my brain. I think that's another thing with me, too, is that, like, my my parents were definitely, were, were, like, majorly, like, yeah, you can say no, but I've never had, like, I never had an experience before, like, my actual experiences where 
I felt like I could. Like, does that make... I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. Like, because no, you said, like, with your, like, family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I've... I didn't really, like, have... Because all of the experiences that... Or, like, circumstances that my parents explained to me in which, like, that would, it would be okay to say no were very unrealistic to me. Because, you know, it's all, like, the stuff that you, you don't think will happen to you. Right. So I could... I couldn't really picture using it, I think, just, like, in my everyday life. Mm-hmm. And then... I had the experience of that. I was like, okay, like it's more, it's more common, I think, than I realized. Yes. Like it's, it it comes up a lot more than just only in like certain uh, situations. Yeah. Like saying no can be like something very big, but it can also be like little. And the little times will make it easier for the big times. Yeah. And hopefully you're never in a situation where like. Yeah, maybe we should hope you're not. Like, be safe. (laughs) We have resources. I'll list resources. For like things. Oh, another thing I just thought of. Sorry. No, this is with mental health. With mental health at school as like a topic, Mm -hmm. it's very much a joke. Oh, you're so right. Like when people talk about like this, like when teachers will come in and do presentations about websites, like everyone jokes about it, and I joked about it too. Yeah. Because it's it just no one can take it seriously, and I I don't know how to like how you would take it seriously like Mm -hmm. a presentation like that. Especially when no one else around you does. Like, I don't know, and I don't know what would change for people to take it more seriously, but it's just, like, weird. Like, I just don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. I have a a very distinct memory. Um, What grade were we? I think we were in eighth eighth grade. It's always Um, the eighth grade. It's always the eighth grade. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And we had... Ooh, we had two presenters this... Well, we had multiple presenters, but two presenters that stood out in my brain. One, he, he was a wrestler. He came in and he talked to us about kind of just, like, resilience and perseverance. And that, for me, was a really, like, eye-opening experience because it wasn't one of the joke, like, presentations. Yeah. Every single person in the auditorium was quiet. Nobody said a word because he was really human. And he was, like, sharing vulnerable parts of himself and was, like, it's okay to, like, experience these things. Yeah. But the second, the second presentation that I remember was these two people who came in and they were talking about suicide. And obviously, like, in a middle school with a whole bunch of pubescent <laughs> preteens, it's, it's a relevant topic. Um, but it's they... It's also an uncomfortable topic. It is, little, but it also bit. shouldn't be. But that's... It's, well, yeah. Well, I think... It's okay to be uncomfortable about that. That's true. Because yes. it's a very serious, um, yes. like, emotional to- mm-hmm. uh, topic. But it should definitely be more no- normal to talk about. Yes. Like, I feel like we should be okay with talking about mm-hmm. it. It should yeah. be like a... Yeah. They showed us this video, and it was, like, a really just, like, terrible video. And it probably was triggering to a lot of people. And it showed, like, really graphic images and just, like, things that we shouldn't have been seeing. Yeah. And it was really bad. And I remember walking out of that auditorium and everybody just kind of, like, looked at each other and was like, what was that? Yeah. And I, hmm, that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, there's, I mean, well, I think the difference really between those, it's like, you need, I think it's important to have someone who, um, like, not very biased, like, no one, and also no one should know them. Because I think when teachers do it, it's very awkward and it's hard to take teachers seriously because you have relationships with teachers. Right. You either, you know, like some teachers you're really close with or some you hate. So, so you can't, so it's hard to take the teacher seriously when they're going over it. Mm-hmm. But I think if you have someone come in who you're not familiar with and they talk about it, you know, 
one, it shows, like, other people deal with this, too. It's mm-hmm. not just, like, people in a school. Right. And also, there is no bias, so you're more just focusing on what they're saying and less of who's saying it. Yes. Which I think is important. Like, cause I think that's the difference between, well, not the difference, but I think that's, like, what happened with your, the, per, the wrestler who talked about mm-hmm. it. Um, I'm assuming no one, did anyone know who that, I mean, not, not anyone knew, but, like, were, did they go to the school? No, he didn't. Yeah, so, like, th- I think, like, that could be really important. Because, mm-hmm. like, whenever I've had it at my schools, it's always the, a teacher or the guidance counselor who no one takes seriously. Yeah, like, humans. Yeah. Which is the whole reason that I started this podcast was so we could have human conversations and kind of feel a little bit less alone in these crazy times that we're living in. Per. So, it looks like we are pretty much out of time. So oh, curse. Look at that. Look at us. So, um, just to recap, is mental health as important as physical health? Yes, it is. 100%, if not more important. Any takeaways that you would like to... Takeaways? I think just, like, the first opening thing that we discussed, like, I, like, realized, like, the whole stigma between what physical health should be and what mental health is. Like, I think I really, like, learned the differences and, like, the different effects it has on people. Mm -hmm. And like, how it's talked about and how that can affect other people, and also how it needs to be talked about. Yes. Like, I think those are all really important things that we touched on. Awesome. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. You're so I fun. had a blast. I'm this so went a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, stay tuned for next week. I, I would say what we're going to talk about, but, but we, we don't know. know. Um, yeah, so next episode will be something a little bit different than this episode, so stay tuned for that. I hope you enjoyed... See you later.